Well, welcome. Last week we spoke more about your power and I hope you had that conversation if you needed to with, with an individual that might have um, come to mind around clearing an issue because if you did that, well then this week's going to build from that a lot more clearly. Um, basically what we're going to be talking about is more about sovereignty. Now when I heard this concept based on empowerment, um, the concept was basically challenging me to move to the highest position that I could imagine, which is if you are playing quite small, then imagine what you would um, control or request if you were the queen or the king of that energy. And so the exercise that my coach did with me was imagine if um, I held the posture of a queen and I demanded what a queen would demand, what is it that I would actually be wanting to attract? How much um, light could I attract to myself when I entered a room and, and what is it that I would be able to achieve as I lived throughout this lifetime? And so I guess the, the concept was very rare because in a culture where you brought up not to shine, not to show off, uh, not to be too different, but uh, just stick to the average or stick to the pack. It is very challenging to really step in and, um, and step up to try to, to shine a light based on the strengths that an individual has. That's really what I want to be talking about this, this week is you. Where are your natural strengths and where do you feel that you're playing small in life or in an area that naturally you could shine in but for whatever reason you've stopped yourself from that growth. And uh, last week I touched on the poem, the inaugural speech, so I brought that along to read for you because I think that it really adequately sums up what it is that, uh, that we're trying to get across and it's attached to this email so that you're able to print that out. And what I want you to actually do is put that up in your bathroom and I want you to read it morning and night while you're brushing your teeth and see what effect that it actually has in that sh very short time frame. We find that all of our clients reading this, um, it just reminds them to, um, to be brilliant and that's the, that's the heading of it. Who am I to be brilliant? Our deepest fear is not that we're inadequate. Our deepest fear is, the, is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. And we ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant? Actually, who are you not to be? You're a child of God. Your playing small doesn't serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. So when you imagine um, that that is truth, that when you step into a room and you are being all that you were designed to be, and you're focused wholly on the light, not the darkness of who you are, your presence automatically liberates others. And so that's not just truly having power, that's really harnessing that sovereign power. That now what you're wanting to do is encourage and to highlight others of where their natural strengths are and where they can step up. Because really when you understand it, um, where do our fears stem from? 
So if we think about, you know, naturally, um, you know, when you look at a, a young child, so a two or a three-year-old, do they honestly care what other people think? Are they even worried about what their comments, um, what happens if they're speaking too loudly in public or, you know, aren't they just such free spirits doing whatever it is that they feel that they want to be doing at whatever particular time that they want to be doing it? And, you know, it's a very rare person who can um, win out over the spirit of a young child. And so, you know, it's capturing a little bit of that in our adulthood, of understanding that if you truly want something and you put your mind to it and you understand that you're great at that area of your life, then you've got to go for it. And the more that you step up to that plate of understanding of who it is that you want to be shining as brightly as you can be, then obviously um, others around you are going to be inspired to do the same thing. And so by shrinking and playing small, you're actually not helping anybody. And so I think the most important thing is um, the role playing. Sometimes it's important just to get you know, a like-minded um, buddy or somebody who you're going to practice this with to start talking at the next level of expectation. You know, law of attraction teaches us that, you know, what we expect we can actually command. And so, you know, in your languaging that you're using every single day, when you say, I'm brilliant, oh, I'm brilliant, wasn't that a brilliant idea? I'm absolute genius. If you keep on putting that out into the universe, then actually that's who you become. So part of, you know, sovereignty is really understanding that, you know, for a lot of us that shy away from really tackling um, even the things that frighten us a little bit, this is the complete contrast. This is saying, well, instead of tackling things that we're frightened of, why don't we just go after the things that are very much in our comfort zone that we want to own? And then if we did that, let's play that forward to be able to say, what contribution would you be able to make to the planet? So if you magnified your strengths to the greatest degree, what impact could you have? Alright, so who are some people that have already achieved this that we can use as an example? So two people that spring to mind immediately are Oprah Winfrey and Steve Irwin. So if you think about their authentic nature of who they were, okay, and in, in idealising what it is that they wanted to do and the path that they took, would you agree that they had a huge impact on the planet? And so that's about understanding that, you know, at the, at the end of the day, what the end goal is or the end purpose is, and with clarity, if you can understand um, how you can take the first step, then generally the how is less significant than the why. Why is it that you want to move within that path? And so if you want to be um, stepping up in that sovereign energy to the next level, then you need a bigger calling. Alright, so this week is about starting to identify for yourself. Now that you've experienced stepping into your power, now it's about moving into that idealised phase of saying, well, when I own this role, this is what I can contribute back. Because really, is that the message that's going to uplift and inspire others? So if you think about um, what Oprah Winfrey's contributed back by her stardom, 
I mean, every single month she does huge amounts of giveaways, um, giving audiences opportunities to experience that real wow factor that everybody delights in in her show. But also remembering that, you know, any proceeds that um, she has, it goes through to her orphanages. Um, her major book club that she runs, the profits of those, how she can contribute back to everyday people um, in her surprise, surprise section. So, um, you know, somebody who has, as an individual, been able to bring a team of people around her to be able to deliver to the world an incredible, valuable product, and yet, really, if she takes it to the next level, those um, imprints that she will leave as a legacy is incredible. What about Steve Irwin? When, when you saw him being interviewed, it was very clear that, um, you know, yes, it was great to have a big theme park and, and uh, it was very cleverly marketed and, and, and done very, very professionally, more on an American style than, than an Australian style. And, um, and yet conservation was his main why. And right from his upbringing, from his parents, you know, wanting to be able to give back so much into that surrounding area of Biwara and, and Queensland and very passionate and driving with his mes message all of the time about nature and our responsibilities around nature. So you've got two completely different individuals, however both very, very authentic in what it is that they are wanting to achieve with absolute clarity around why it was that their success was going to contribute back something greater. There's a, a program that we're involved in called Buy One, Give One. And uh, through Roger Hamilton and XL Foundation, one of the founding members, Paul Dunn, has, um, has started this, this concept. And um, you know, when, when I heard of it, it was, um, it was so inspiring that you know, to change the traditional marketing model, that instead of waiting until the end of the month or the end of the quarter or the end of the year to tithe um, to charity, why not start to introduce that into every single transaction? And so on the buy one, give one free website or B1G1, um, what you're able to do is to find out for you as an individual what transaction level that you could contribute. And so you might say for every sale of $30, you're happy to give um, 50 cents as an example. Now you can go onto that site and see for 50 cents what has already been set up as a charitable organisation that you can tithe to directly. So you might be able to plant a tree or you might be able to feed a child in Africa or in Asia. You might be able to um, contribute to a book of the month program for underprivileged students. Um, you might be able to empower a young mother um, by sending them to a course. Um, something like that that um, inspires and uplifts you but means that if everybody on the planet was involved in giving something back every time they transacted, do you believe that you know, over time we could have a much bigger impact? And so realistically that's what sovereignty is about, is not thinking, well, I'm waiting for the government to fix it or I'm waiting for you know, um, people that are in power to fix it or um, you know, somebody else to go and, and fix the challenges that are happening, but rather to say, based on what my natural strengths are, where my passion is, where I have talent, where my network is sitting at the moment and my character within that network, 
what is it that I could link my passion and my purpose to to be able to have a tangible contribution starting from this week. And what I've found is that that absolutely energised me to be able to go out and promote different products that I had that had a definite link back to the community. And so for every person that's on this e-coaching program, you empower a young mother um, to, to go through one of our courses and to help break that homelessness cycle uh, that can tend to happen when you know a young woman finds her life going in a different direction and, uh, and not being 100% um, equipped in the areas of empowerment. And so, you know, you can feel great that as you're learning, you're actually encouraging and empowering somebody else to learn. And so, you know, when you really think about how to link in this passion and this purpose, it needs to stem from a place that is authentic from you, but also gets you excited about allowing yourself to step up and shine in an area that you have of excellence. So we need to understand that there's a place for everyone and everything. And so would you agree that, you know, sometimes we knock up against each other with, you know, with other conflicts that might occur with people that, um, that you might feel are trying to, um, you know, show off or, or use their power in a negative way. And what I find that's really important is that our focus or our attention on what we can't fix or we can't control really needs to come into check. And so at this part of the program, we're really wanting to encourage you to drop all of that away. This world is all about a reflection of you. And so as you start to empower yourself and use that power and then step up into that, um, that more go-giver energy than a go-getter energy, what you'll notice is that the obstacles will become slightly more um, the, a higher gradient for you to be able to master. And that's when you know that you're, you're actually moving forward. There was a great um, concept that I heard on a CD once where um, one of the original authors of, um, I think, Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill, um, when he didn't have challenges in a day, he'd get down on his knees and say, don't you trust me, God? And uh, because he realised that, you know, he could be trusted with the obstacles that were going to come into his life. And the more challenging the obstacle, then the stronger that he was growing. And, you know, I had a chuckle when I heard or was reminded about that because how often do we hear obstacles and we feel as if, oh, another thing that's going wrong, as opposed to, oh, that's great, I'm on, I'm on track and, and uh, I'm being trusted with another challenge that I'm going to be able to conquer and I'm going to be able to, you know, gracefully sail over and, um, and learn something new about myself. And so when you think of people in those high positions, um, you can imagine that they have different pressures than average leaders have within the community. And so I think that it is um, progressive disclosure as you start to move forward within these roles of what are the challenges going to be as you unleash your true potential. Um, but certainly what I can assure you is that um, the journey is absolutely worth it because the feeling of knowing that, um, that you no longer have a fear base, you now have an abundance base, is now going to fuel you a lot more to be able to see people for who they truly are. And that's not anything that you can kind of fake. Um, when you um, own what it is that you're doing in a humble way 
and you meet somebody else who is equally as humble and who owns what they do, there's a kind of secret respect there that, um, that you will acknowledge in each other. You won't even have to talk about it. It would just be a, an unspoken understanding. And I think that as soon as you get to that, that place, then you're really ready to start to move through some of the bigger obstacles, the bigger challenges that, go, that are going to be able to shed a little more of that baggage that we've all been carrying around in life that has sort of stopped us from, from moving as quickly or as swiftly towards our success as what we might like. And so basic empowerment um, means that we're using our energy in a way that is the most effective. And so you can imagine if you've got a, um, uh, an Angelina Jolie style um, reputation and then you compare the information that you might read about that individual in say the New Idea or Who magazine versus Reader's Digest or on 60 Minutes or you know that type of a caliber show. And so usually in the tabloids what you'll find is a level of information that is not attracting that much greatness, isn't it? It's a very bumpy ride, a bumpy journey up and down. So if you have a look at the target audience that that's headed to, why is that appealing? Why is that important that that's the vibration of information that's being sent out versus the target audience for like a Reader's Digest or a, um, or a 60 Minutes program? Um, what, what is the main difference? And so for you, the next question then that I have is what target audience do you have around your story? And as you start to hold that sovereign energy, you start to realise that the target audience that you're going for, for your story, is a whole different level. And so I think that, you know, the critical thing there is that um, through empowering yourself and understanding that um, keeping that energy really clean as you focus on what you can achieve as opposed to what you can't control. And that preserves your energy, but it also allows you to gain a lot more clarity over um, how it is that you'd like your light to shine when people are looking back on that light. And, um, and I think certainly um, that must take a whole different level of understanding and, and forgiveness and all those character traits that we're going to start moving into because um, realistically to have the energy to keep on going and going and going when you know the world's watching you um, must be an interesting part of the game. So where are you? What's your sphere of influence at this moment? If you were to think of you know, the number of people that you have on a database or in a network that you can influence, what is that tangible number? And then set yourself a target. What is the goal that you would like to achieve within your lifetime? How many people is it that you would like to impact with what it is that you can contribute? Because we need to understand what the playing field is that you're going to be on. I mean, can you imagine um, Princess Mary when she was first, you know, heading off to Sydney from Tasmania and, you know, what, where she thought her life would end up in contrast to where it is right now and the number, sheer number of people who she can now impact. So realistically, um, you know, you're able to dream as large as you would like to dream because it's incredible how life can unfold. And so here we need to go with a knowing. When you go to the underlying feeling 
and we get aligned with our thoughts and our feelings, that's when we start to manifest a lot more. And we're going to teach you how that, that process actually works a lot more for people. And, um, and I think that you know this stuff isn't taught necessarily in a mainstream way as I believe it possibly could be. Um, because imagine if we all felt completely in control as to what we were creating and then we could own our creations. Wouldn't there be a lot more ownership in general on the planet? And so, you know, if you have a tangible number that it might be, okay, well, at the moment I currently influence 1,000 possible people. Um, and my goal is to expand that to 5,000 possible people. Or it might be to expand that to 1,000 possible people on the globe. It might be to impact, um, you know, 1.5 million people, 2 million, 10 million, one trillion. <laughs> okay, so really when you when you start to realize it can be generational, then you can impact unlimited numbers of people. Would you imagine that Princess Diana would have imagined that she could still be on the front cover of a main magazine every single month all around the world, um, you know, 11 or 12 years after she died? Uh, that is phenomenal impact and reach that one individual can have as a legacy. And so what is it that the fascination with certain individuals, what is it that had created that sovereign energy that, that lasts, or lasts or lingers around? And do you have it? Is it something that you would like to have? And so, you know, if we reread this poem in sections, and, and is that our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Okay, so certainly, um, you know, when we all first start out, that is our biggest fear, isn't it? That, well, maybe we're not enough, or maybe we're not good enough, or we're not catching on. Well, in actual fact, when you get to this level of empowerment, that's nowhere near your biggest fear compared to that we're powerful beyond measure. And then in actual fact, we could say something that could shift somebody's destiny, and do we have the right to do that? And so it's very important that when we, um, we wield our power, as we discussed a little bit last week, we start to understand the responsibility that we also have to that. And I've met um, very, very strong characters that I've thought, wow, they are there to, to be a messenger. Absolutely. Um, I don't necessarily like the message, but I've certainly heard the message loud and clear. And it always impresses me when people don't have um, necessarily the sympathies or empathies that I naturally have for people and they can deliver a message that you know for me as a witness is more like a sledgehammer than it certainly is a gift and yet that is the message that needs to be delivered and so there's a place for those people just as we've just talked about there's a place for everybody so if that's you, and I've coached a lot of people that have that more winter energy, that steel energy, and when they deliver a message, they can literally wipe people out. And they've deliberately turned that down over a period of time because they've understood the impact that it can have, and yet that is bottling up their true strength, which is getting being an agent of change or being able to um, you know, work through contrast. I mean, would you all agree that... Um, if you know September 11 hadn't happened, there wouldn't have been that massive shift on the planet. I mean, it was such a tangible shift that people started to unite. Um, people started to understand possibilities of um, where global warfare could go. And um, it was such a shocking 
revelation, however it was very unifying at the same time. And so you can have a global message that can be delivered in a positive sense just like you can have a, um, a global message delivered in a negative sense. Um, so very incredible. It's our light, not our darkness that most frightens us. And so when somebody's giving you accolades, how does that make you feel? When somebody's putting you on a pedestal, you know, how does that make you feel? When somebody's trying to acknowledge you in your greatness, can you accept it and thank that person genuinely and receive that compliment? And that's, you know, really um, an important asset to have as you start to empower yourself. If somebody says, oh, I like that outfit, not to automatically say, oh, I got a discount or this old thing, or, but to graciously be able to say, thank you. Um, what about for, for men, if you've delivered a, a very powerful message or um, been able to achieve something that you've wanted to achieve, are you accepting of the gratitude that people are sending to you? We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant? Well, actually, who are you not to be? You're a child of God and your playing small doesn't serve the world. So remember, this is where we tie it in to really, what's your purpose? What is it that you're wanting to achieve and how can you serve better? Because you wouldn't have been given your unique gifts and talents if it wasn't designed to be able to contribute. So how do you step up in that area of serving? How can you serve the world? There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. And that's probably the biggest thing that, um, that I guess I learned early on is that I would take on people's insecurities and try to balance where I was coming from to make others feel comfortable. And yet when I understood how to step up within that empowerment, um, I guess to the next level of, of owning what it was that I wanted to contribute back to the planet, then allowing myself to um, stand within that power and encouraging others to join me was a far more effective leadership strategy. To say, well, yeah, you could do it too. I mean, I'm no different to you. So what is it that you would like to do? Is there anything that I can do to help you? That is going to be far more effective. Okay, so people don't feel insecure around secure people. Um, generally, if you're feeling um, that people are insecure, then it's something that you have within you that's called insecurity. So um, you shouldn't feel insecure around people when you're comfortable with who you are. We're born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. And it's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And so one of your main tasks this week is to go out and appreciate and acknowledge as many people as you can for their talents and their gifts that they have in a genuine fashion. So it's, a, it's going to be a fun week because what you remember what you sow is what you reap. And so when you start to genuinely acknowledge people for their achievements, what you'll see is them naturally light up when they're around you. And so you want to be one of those people that are the encouragers. And uh, I heard once, you know, go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated. And I think that's um, a very important message um, to understand is that so often we'll keep going back to the same environments, even though it makes us feel insecure or frustrated or, or challenged, instead of where we're being celebrated to continue on our journey to the next level. So where do you go as in a network to go to be celebrated? And when are you next going there and, and how can you commit to serving the people there more? 
Um, as we let our light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. Okay, so just by um, acknowledging yourself um, truly within your talents and your passions of what you've been able to do on a, a monthly, weekly or yearly um, time frame, then you will be around people naturally inspiring them to think, well, how come they're a busy person and they can contribute all that? Surely I could fit something in or surely I could help out or you know, volunteer my time a little bit more and isn't that really then the legacy that then they are going to contribute to which you would have been part of and so that's definitely important as well. As we're liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. So the second thing that I want you to think about for this week is what is it that you're most afraid of? Is there a little task that's been sitting there that you really don't want to do? Is there a phone call once again that maybe you do need to make? Is it a really simple thing, an activity based thing that you know frightens you a little bit and you think oh I'm not ready to achieve that? But what I want you to do is take on the persona of that king or that queen and then act and react the way that they would. And so have a think about the, the powerful examples of people that we used and put yourself in their shoes and think how would they tackle that fear? How would they work through that strategy? And really just move towards that clarity of being able to knock that off this week. And you know, sometimes it can be a really simple thing that you know, empowers me, reverse parking in public or um, making a telephone call in front of someone else or um, doing sales um, initiative based things that get fast results. Um, something that enables me to understand if I can do that with somebody that I can be empowering at the same time through teaching, through action, then what happens is it has a ripple effect and then that person can then grow stronger and empower more people who can empower more people. So don't hide your talents and gifts and do those things in the, um, in the privacy of your own home. Get out in front of your team or in front of somebody who you could mentor, somebody who is young in business that you want to take you know, under your wing and allow them to be able to use their natural gifts and talents to help you to get to the next level and really start to encourage other people to shine. So I hope that, that is enough activity to do for this week, I'm certain that it is, and that certainly that sovereign energy on stepping up to be the best that you can be is something that you can embody this week and something that you can um, definitely write about and then hopefully continue that throughout the entire year. Have a great week and enjoy playing with that energy. Bye. This presentation is designed for educational and informational purposes only. The workshop materials and presenters information contained within in no way provide legal, tax or investment advice to participants. The information presented is designed to provide participants with reference material towards creating the success they desire. Unauthorized copying, public performance, broadcasting and renting of this material in whole or in part is strictly prohibited. If you would like more information, please go to www.leisureseekers.com.au.